What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to Work Talk Podcast. My next guest is a job developer. He's my ex coworker, my buddy, Andrew Solis. What is up, man? Thanks for coming by. So tell yeah. myself, well, I already know what you do because we work together for a long time, but tell myself, tell the listeners, what do you do for work? Um, so uh, I'm a job developer, like John said, but also uh, I do a lot of different things. Working in higher education, uh, unlike corporate, we wear many different hats. So uh, I do job development, employer engagement, event management, database administration, uh, and then pretty much uh, help the student services of the college I work for uh, with anything they need. So I, I wear many hats, but that's just a small sample of some of the, the things that I do. Right. So I, you do a lot of things, marketing, all that stuff. I think from the main premise of what you and I do is helping people get jobs. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the whole. And I mean, we'll talk about it after if you want uh, or right now. But that's one of the reasons I got into higher ed for that exact reason. And tell the tell the listeners, what were you doing before higher ed? Uh, well, I was, you know, college student, uh, you know, but before that, I did a number of years in retail management. I worked for a huge grocery store. Um, I don't want to say their name. They might sue me. Uh, but <laughs> it's all there. good. It's all good. <laughs> I'm sorry? No, I'm just saying you don't have to say their name. Oh, yeah. I worked there for about six, six and a half years, and I moved up the ranks. I started at the bottom, which at the bottom at a, at a grocery store would be what you call a bagger or a courtesy clerk. I uh, worked my way up uh, to a lead and then a, a cashier, which – you know, that's where the big mm -hmm. money starts happening. And then eventually moved into an operational manager uh, of the night shift. And then I did that. I was there for a total of six and a half years. Ooh, working the grind. Worked the grind. Yeah. yeah, that's where I got a lot of my transferable skills that I use later on or even now in, in some of the work I do, that work ethic, you know, uh, and then going to school. So I was I didn't go straight to a four year. I went to a, a two year. And, mm -hmm. and that's where I got a lot of that work ethic to kind of you know, go, go to school from eight to like 12. And then, and then at, from three to 12 AM, I was working, um, you know, seven days a week. Tough, tough. And, yeah. And, I, and then eventually I, I bust my butt and I was able to get to San Jose state and, and, you know, by a lot of help of a lot of people, I was able to finish. Right. At one point you had dropped out of school, right? At one point I was just taking like one or two classes. And, and for me, it looked like, you know, cause at a junior college, there's, um, you know, there's, I think there's more people now and there's groups that help you. But yeah. when I went to school, there was a couple groups here and there that would kind of push you. But really at a junior college, you know, especially when you came from a background like mine where mom and dad weren't really pushing, uh, you know, higher ed. They're just like, if you want to work at, you know, that grocery store for the rest of your life, that's on you, you yeah. know, if you're happy. And for me, wanting to go to higher ed and saying, you know, I want more, they're like, okay, well, you know, that's on you. We don't mm -hmm. come from a rich family. We can't afford to, you know, have you go. But if you if you want to do that, that will support you. And, and then, then from that, like you, and then that's why you wanted to work in higher ed now. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was definitely helping people, which, like I said, at, at working at a grocery store, that customer service, that's what they instill in you from day one. Um, you know, it's all about customer service. It's all about helping people connect. Um, I guess at a grocery store, connecting with products and 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 you know, food and and goods. 
and definitely letting them know the prices and how to attain them. If they can attain them, you got to help right. them with that. Customer service, then, caring about people, helping right. them. Right. And that, and that's the profession we're in. I'm sorry? Yeah, that's the profession we're in, the helping profession. How could I help? Yeah. What can I do for you? Yeah. That's what you're right. always known for in the office is everyone knows you're super helpful. From things that's on your job to things outside of your job, like carrying the water jugs or killing that spider. Which you've killing done for that me. spider. Yeah, that's, you've done for me many times. I, get a lot. <laughs> yeah. I know you and I, down to the core element, it's helping people, specifically in our case, students, because we work in colleges, helping them find jobs, helping them find a career, find their passions, start a business if that's what they want to do. Just being that yeah. that lighthouse yeah, for them. Do you have a story of someone you helped? Someone you helped and yeah. that really stands out for you? Yes. There um yeah, I'm I and I'm pretty sure you heard of it, but this is the one that um You've got a lot got of stories. Under, You've helped a lot of people. I, we do, but <laughs> I think you heard this one because um our mutual uh colleague Daniel Newell mm -hmm. Uh, spoke about this particular story when we right. got honored by the mayor of uh, San Jose for all the work that we're doing. Uh, yeah, yeah. And let me give a, a real quick cool. thing because we have listeners here. Daniel Newell is Andrew and I. He was our mentor. He was in the field of job development, which is basically working with companies that have job openings and finding a way to make it accessible to whoever you're working for, in our case, with students. And Daniel has a large, a long background working at in HR years. in the private sector, and he was Andrew and I's mentor, teaching us how to do job development, how to work with companies. So he was our main guy. So yeah, you could go ahead and continue. Yeah. So yeah, Daniel was awesome guy. Um, we're still friends. Shout out. Um, huh? Shout out to Daniel in case he listens to whoop, this. Whoop. Yeah. Uh, stop, stop. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, the mayor was um, pretty much giving us props for all the placements we did with a program that Daniel developed for fast-paced interviews that have uh, high placement numbers as the outcome. And um, so the story goes, like I said, we're, we're in front of the mayor and a lot of other of our stakeholders with that particular program. And so uh, at one of these recruitment events that we had, um, we invited uh, at-risk youth uh, because with these kind of programs, you know, the, the companies that we're bringing need a, a large number of people and it's not really major focus. So, I mean, uh, we opened it up to the Department of Rehab, uh, at-risk youth, high schools, junior colleges, community members, right, you right, name right. it, and we pretty much shoot out an email to them. And so we got a group of at-risk students that were part of continuation programs. And this particular uh, girl, uh, she came running and, and the event only goes from 12 to three. And she showed up right at three and came kind of, uh, kind of almost crying, not crying too much, but looking like really like she had one of those days. And she came up to me and she goes, she goes, and she came running to me and she goes, can you help me? Can you help me? And I said, sure, how can I help you? And she goes, she goes, my car broke down um, you know, and I, I had a, a park uh, at a far garage uh, here at, you know, at San Jose State. And I ran over here and, and she goes, I'm at the door. They were about to close the door to the career center uh, because, you know, the event was over and she snuck in and she said she just, if she, I could just get her uh, to talk to a few employers because she really needs a job. She, because, you know, she needs to pay her bills and stuff, you know, so forth. 
And I said, you know what? A, a few of the employers are still here. I said, you know, they're here because they want people. They're not, they're not, you know, going to close their doors, especially if they're still here and there's people. They'll be more than happy to talk to you. So of course, all the employers know me. So I kind of took her around and kind of introduced her to each employer. And I said, hey, you know, employer, do you got time for one more? And they're like, yeah, sure. And sure enough, um, she went in there, and and then I'm kind of, you know, not not eavesdropping, but kind of walking back and forth because I got to manage the event while it's finishing up. And I hear a lot of laughing. I hear a lot of crying. And I thought the crying was, you know, maybe she was telling them how her day went. And I thought, okay, that's cool. <laughs> uh, and then she, you know, she, because it's good that they kind of explain, you know, that they're eager to meet with them and the, with the reasons why they're there. And I think that's a good personal story that they can give them. Uh, and anyway, she came out, uh, it, you know, it took a while. So I was like, that's a good thing. It took a while. So maybe they liked her. She came out and she she was crying again. I go, oh, shoot, maybe they told her. <laughs> like damn <laughs> yeah right, no but that bring out the kleenex case. box yeah right i was about to support this person and kick her aside and say hey it's okay we'll have another event pretty soon but she came to me and she started crying and then she didn't say anything she just started crying and then and then she wrapped her arms around my neck she kind of latched on around my neck and she goes thank you thank you so much and and i i go what what happened was, you know she didn't tell me what happened and she goes they said that my orientation's next week and and they want to hire me and and she goes thank you thank you so much and and luckily my mentor daniel the one that taught me everything i know he 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 thought i did something wrong he goes is everything okay <laughs> and they go i go yeah she's fine she just got a job and then you know we have a thing where we snap and then he did a big circle snap. <laughs> right right anytime and uh, listeners every every time someone gets a job or lands something or an internship uh andrew daniel and i would always snap our fingers it's just our snap thing. snap yeah so he did a round the world snap for <laughs> and he goes he goes lowering the unemployment rate and he goes good job and of course she hugged him too because i said you know what it's not you know this is i'm only one part i'm just boots on the ground but and i pointed to my 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 lead daniel at that time i said he's the one that made the program he's the one that taught me what i know so i said the reason we're having these is because of daniel and of course she ran over there and hugged him and daniel was like oh you know we're we're gonna help you and then she, she you know she liked it a lot and she just we kept telling her like okay don't you know don't cry you're gonna start working now so you're good <laughs> and i remember at that event fast forward to that event everybody just started clapping and later in that same that same ceremony, the mayor thanked us again for all the hard work and how we get uh, we're getting San Jose back to work. And and for me, just having the mayor not only thank us, but saying by name, like thank you, Andrew, for your hard work. Thanks for you know all the hard work you do, and hopefully you can keep doing it. Um, that then that's again that's the reason I get into this type of work. It's not for awards and and you know money that's not the factor it's just when you get thanks from the mayor you know and i i always tell people like you know i met the mayor a couple of times great guy um but i never say you know look look how much money i make and look at this this fat paperweight right. award that i yeah. don't wait you're not, not carrying fat do. stacks and putting it next to your ear i'm sorry <laughs> you're not carrying fat stacks place, placing it on your ear and taking instagram photos no I mean, I, if you guys look at my Instagram, you guys won't. I, there is an award on there in my Instagram. That award was actually for all the work I did for the university when it comes to the the, the service that me and Daniel 
help create called drop-in right. interviews. I think that's and really we, good. Yeah, I think that was that program you did where you help people on the spot get interviews. The most magical part about it was the companies you worked with, you told them, hey, the deal is you have to interview anybody we put you in front of. And you yeah. were focused on bringing in people who were homeless, people who were at risk, people who were formerly incarcerated. So just allow giving those people who are on that end of the spectrum a chance at a baby step toward an, an area they can improve on and then move on further after that. Yes, And that's great. Though. And I think that baby step for a lot of them is not a baby step, but it's huge because it gives them the momentum personally in their life as well as economically they can start making income and all that other stuff. So good job. Clap, clap, clap. Oh. Or snap, snap, snap. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and to add to that, like, like you were saying, John, the homeless, um, there's a lot of good services for them that help them kind of get you know their, their life together and help them get closed for interviewing and stuff. So um, a few of these events, uh, we had recently homeless folks that you know are starting to get their life together and you couldn't tell them by looking at them that they were homeless, but they were. And those are the guys that had the biggest smiles, the, the, the most gratitude that when they came after and telling me, you know, thanks so much, right. you know, um, I'm, you know, I'm going to get off the streets now They, you know, I'm going to have money where I can, you know, yeah. Uh, so let me talk about just homeless when i think about the bay area san francisco oakland i personally see a lot more uh, homeless i think and in our jobs as job developers helping people get jobs uh, if someone asks you hey what's, what will be your solution to handle the homeless problem in here in the bay area would you have an idea i have many ideas Ooh. <laughs> Could you yeah. share? Could you share one? Unless it's copyrighted, but okay. no, but, but but yeah, but don't steal it. Don't steal it. <laughs> don't steal it. We're about to. I'm about to post this for the public to no, hear. But fine. you know what? Even though we share this idea, most people won't even take action on it. So I think it's fine. But what's up? What's the idea? How are you gonna take care of the homeless problem here in the Bay, here in the Bay Area? It's being recorded now. Andrew Solis has a solution. What is it? Right. All right. Okay. So this is, and, and for, for the viewers, I mean, for the listeners, so you guys know homelessness, I, I, that's one of the things above all my other projects, all the other work I've done. That's something that personally I want to eliminate in San Jose. We're Silicon Valley. There should be no one homeless in Silicon Valley. Right. We and Silicon Valley for people that, that don't know, they think it's all rich and everything, but there's a large part large population in Silicon Valley that's poor. Isn't there a section where there's a bunch of tents laid out of homeless the, people? It was called the jungle. The jungle, right, right, the jungle. Yeah, Look, but, Google it, anybody, the jungle, Silicon Valley, and you could they, see- They evacuated the it, though, John. Oh, they did? They did, um, but from what I hear through my, my community partners is that they, re, they move shop uh, down the river where that area was, but the main encampment that was called the jungle, they they went in there and they got they told everybody to vacate. But I heard they I don't know where yet, but they heard they moved shop somewhere out and they're setting up another encampment. So I, I'm I'm sad to hear that. Yeah, it's tough. So so go on, continue. You're talking about that's one of the main issues you want to tackle. And yeah, then and then you're going to talk about your million dollar idea. 
Yeah, I think it's going to take that much because um, I have a few ideas how to generate funds to, to combat homelessness. And I know some folks in tech and non-tech that want to help this problem too. So my the big picture would be to use some of the old city buildings or government buildings that are, are set to be demolished. And I'd say use them, repurpose them as shelters slash job centers to get these people not in a place to, to stay, you know, get them off the street, but then give them the basic services, social services that we offer, you know, like welfare, dental programs, and then also connect them with certain entities like Nova, Work to Future, Downtown Streets Team. Uh, shout outs, you know, shout outs to all those good organizations. They're, they're awesome organizations. They have government funds to help that problem. The problem is, is that the outreach part where they finding people then to know about those services. And that's where you hit a disconnect where they have all these great programs, but someone has to tell them to sign up. And that's where a lot of those demographic of people, they don't know. So that's why there's, there's not, you know, that's the problem. But if the city pits funds uh, in these buildings and repurpose them saying, if you're down, you know, if you're homeless or recently homeless or you're in need, go there and have at least a liaison to each of these programs in one central location. And they can go there and kind of get a menu of services that they they qualify for, and at the same time they have a place to stay for X number of time to kind of get their life together. And then how we incur services, we spend hours there, you know, that are allocated part of from some of our grants that we're a part of to help with placement. And we work with employers to say, hey, there these people are going to be here at this time. Why don't you come down, bring your laptop, have them fill out some applications, and we get them to work. We get the placement numbers. Those those other entities get more funding because they actually show people using their services. And then the city gets to say, hey, we're combating homelessness. And everybody wins. Now, as for funding, if companies in Silicon Valley want to don't want to see homelessness people homeless people when they go to their favorite parks if they go to their favorite eateries then the companies have funds for diversity hiring initiatives as this relates to those hiring initiatives they put a fund that has x amount of dollars to help this program and by that that helps alleviate some of the costs of the city and those organizations to pull from their own resources in addition, with certain programs that I'm a part of, is that those some of those people meet certain age demographic people for our grants and purposes, and we could probably allocate funds or time to help that problem too. So if everybody kind of chips in, the, the costs would be dramatically low. The building, pretty much the buildings there and the facilities I mean, that that's a simple telling them to add a building to their their route to clean and take care of the basic necessities. And pretty much the organizations that are part of that partnership are responsible for keeping the building safe 
and intact. And if in the big picture, all those entities under one group, that's how we're going to combat oh. homelessness. That's in, it's intriguing. That's an idea. It's an idea. I, I know it's a, it's a little elaborate, but I try to you break know, it, it makes down. Sense. It yeah, it makes sense. Well, there you have it, folks. You've heard it. Andrew Soli's idea. Let's, let's make it happen. Hey, uh, yeah, I was talking oh. to one of our buddies, and he said he was interested in doing the type of work we do. If someone asks you, hey, I want to do what you do, job development, workforce, helping people get jobs, what would you say? I would say um, informational interview, one. You know, that's something that me and you know about. Mm. Um, I, I don't talk know to, talk to people who do the job. Talk to people that do the job. Learn about it. Okay. Yeah, that would be one. Uh, because what I get a lot of questions from even my colleagues that where I work now, they think I'm a recruiter. And... Um, and those, for those viewers, I'm going to give an analogy, and, and I'm a big Star Wars buff. So if some of you that are Star Wars fans, you'll get what I'm saying. Woohoo! Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> Star Wars? Uh, Star Wars. So think of job developers as the Jedi, the good guys. We're just peace in the galaxy, helping people. And, of course, we're, you know, we're badasses. We could do cool things, and we have cool resources and skills. Yeah. But I'm, we're I'm not definitely even, on the – I definitely – I'm understanding you're you're speaking my language. We're Jedi's. Right, right. Now think <laughs> of the bad guys, the Sith. They're in it for passion, they're in it for themselves, they're in it for like the money. So those are the actual corporate recruiters. I'm not a recruiter. I'm not in it for, for money. I'm not in it for glory. I'm not in it for awards. I'm not in it to get promoted and you know, live on the beach house property, none of that. So that's, if those are Star Wars fans that are listening, recru corporate recruiters are Sith, okay? Job developers are Jedi. And like I said, our goal is not to kill the recruiters and, and hopefully not the recruiters to take us out, but to work together to make it better in the galaxy or Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. By the way, real quick, if there's anyone who's a corporate recruiter listening to this, we still got love for you guys. Yes. You, you <laughs> hire our students. You hire our students, so keep doing that. <laughs> it's just some of your practices are kind of... <laughs> um, that's good. Let me ask you this, we'll, and we'll we could wrap it up after this. What's a major... Oh, uh, I'm I'm not trying to I'm I'm trying not not to make sure the podcast is too long. Okay. Okay. What's a major thing you're working on right now? What's uh, keeping you busy at work? Right, right now, right now for us, you listeners, um, this is this is for all everybody. This is one of the reasons why I work at the institution I work now because it's more community based. But uh, I'm in the midst. And, and pretty much uh, it's a done deal, uh, but I'm working on a job and internship there. Uh, and then a little background about that. So the particular institution I'm a part of, they haven't done something like this in about five years. So when I was brought on, they said, hey, you know, you came from X uh, university and you're known for this. Can you do that here? 
And of course, when you got the president of the school that you work for asking you, you kind of say, sure. And he says, well, you know, we want you to do a job fair and we'll let you do how you want it. Just tell us how to help. And so far it's happening. So um, if you guys follow my Instagram, uh, Andrew Soli6, uh, you should see a, 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 a flyer I made that has the link for pre-registration. There's going to be 15 employers there. Now, it's not flipping burgers. It's not going to be, um, you know, mall jobs. These are, we're going to invite tech employers. We're going to invite hospitality employers. We have EMT, fire departments right. coming. So not just uh, jobs a, that are, are basic skills, which are good too. Yes, there are going to be jobs, a few there. Yeah, but jobs with that require other skill sets as well. And right. sometimes specific technical skill sets, like you said, EMT. Right. Yeah, we're working a few tech employers. I, I, we haven't locked them in. I locked in a few, and I don't want to start name dropping because I, I don't want to diminish any of the other employers that are coming. Yeah, it's all good. But we gonna, do got love yeah, for we, everybody. We do, we do got love for everybody. Yes. Yes. I love all. That's why I love. I grew up. I'm fourth generation from San Jose. So I love Silicon Valley. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. Even though I've been to other places that are beautiful. But I always get excited about leaving the place I visit to come back home to San Jose where I know where everything's at. I know the best food uh, and I, I know where the best people are, which is all San Jose. I love You love San all. Jose. Yes. I'm a San Josean. Yes. <laughs> I love it here. Yeah. So um, that fair but, is the main thing you're working on. I'll, I'll post some stuff on my, my social media to let people know. Okay. I didn't know it was for everybody to attend. I thought it was just students from your college. No. Ah. We're, we're going to send oh. it out to our partners, Work to Future, Noble Works. All right. The I got a few Valley people I'll send it to. Yeah. Huh? I got some people to send it to, whether it's my friends, students, or just people following my Work Talk podcast. We, we want everybody to show up. No one's going to get turned around in the door. That's why I said that leading back to my first point about why I got into job development is for that reason. We help everybody. We want everybody in San Jose to be at this thing. It's going to be from 12 to 3. It's going to be on May 2nd. Uh, I'm going to be there all day. Uh, and if you want to come meet me, if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, I'll be happy to connect with you guys. Um, any 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 other questions you guys have, you guys can always email me. Um, I I don't know if you want to put it in the comments, Sean. I don't want to spend too much time giving all my info out, but you can put it in the comments. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a great event. And this is just our first one. The first one, we're keeping it small at 15. We're pretty much already sold out. And now all we're doing is just doing a massive marketing uh, strategy. The Everybody in the school is behind it. Marketing is going to send out e-blasts. We're even thinking about talking on the radio to kind of tell people about it because hey, you're, you're getting some practice right now. Yeah. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Normally I, when you talk about job development, you'll see me talk a whole bunch, but if it's not about job development, then not too much. But, <laughs> <laughs> but job for, for, those, for, those, for the listeners knowing like Andrew smart guy, he, we could talk a lot about work, but, but personally you're pretty chill laid back. I'm um, Yeah. I, like I said, I'm comfortable right now because we're talking about work, but other other than that, no. I lose just like hanging back and not saying too much. Right, right. And this is what this podcast is about. It's for those who like to talk about work, which is you, me. We can talk about it a lot. We're passionate about it. That's yeah. what we like to do. Cool. Yeah. So the job fair, yeah. that's what you got going on. I'll let people know in case they want to attend. Really yeah, cool. another flyer is going to come out. 
uh, and then I'll repost that on my Instagram and also uh, put some links in All there right. where you guys can get more information. Sounds good. That's it. I'm going to start wrapping it up. But I just want to say thanks for sharing your million dollar ideas. People, if you want to attend the <laughs> job fair, go ahead. If you want to talk to Andrew, get some smarts. He's also a very handsome man. So if you want to see what it looks like to stand next the to a, standing next to a male Cleopatra, then come to the fair. All right. That's it, folks. I want to tell you thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you, Andrew. My next guest is a buddy of mine, Mike Jaldin. He's an accounts analyst for an energy, a big energy company. And actually, with my next guest, Mike, he's not that much into his work. He is, but not that much as much as Andrew and I, who are kind of borderline workaholics. So, Mike, in our next <laughs> podcast session, we're talking a little bit about the corporate culture and the whole work-life balance deal. That's my next podcast session, my buddy Mike. So that's it, folks. Once again, thanks, Andrew, for being a guest. Thanks, everybody. You guys all have a good time. Good time. <laughs> Until next good time, time, guys. Take care.